0: Hey, Tyler, what's up?
1: Uh, Not much. Uh, Going through some personal stuff now, but um, I don't feel like talking about it on a podcast for the whole world to hear.
0: When you say you're going through personal stuff, is it someone else's personal stuff?
1: My personal stuff. Like you
0: stalking them? No. You stuck into someone's house and you're going through their stuff?
1: No, it's not that. It's.
0: First, would you rather first. talk about that than what you're actually going through?
1: Uh, yeah. Let's talk about the time I uh, broke into my grandpa's house. That'll be good.
0: Oh, that's a great, great story.
1: Uh, yeah. You know, he had um ice cream in the uh, freezer that he kept in the garage. I tried. Was to it ice cream in...
0: that was from when he was a kid?
1: Uh, I would imagine so. Yes. You know, like um pumpernickel flavored. I guess is a old people flavor. Oh, yeah. Vinegar. Yes. um, Those rock hard candies that old people give. Um, and you know what? The ice cream is also rock hard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, it's you got to love night. some ice
0: cream that you can use as a weapon.
1: Yeah. Well, at that point, it's not ice cream. It's just ice.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah, like I said, I don't feel like talking about personal stuff. On a podcast, so. Right. Yeah. Right,
0: I'm trying to talk about something as impersonal as possible.
1: Yes, uh, and I appreciate that.
0: What's something that's not happening to you that you're very grateful is not currently happening to you?
1: Um, let's see. I'm no longer in college, and so I don't have to worry about, like, stress uh, finals or... Not making it. Um, I finally have a job now.
0: See, here's the thing. I went to college, you know, and then I dropped out. But, like, I still get nightmares about high school.
1: Yeah. I have this reoccurring dream that I forgot an assignment that's due tomorrow. And then, like, I'm working on the assignment. And then I fall asleep. And then when I wake up, I still think, oh, crap, I fell asleep while I'm supposed to do the assignment. And then I'm just, like, trying to rush in doing as much research in as, like, about Napoleon Bonaparte or something, and then I realized, wait a second, I haven't taken that class in, like, five years.
0: Mm-hmm. My nightmares mainly focus on the social aspect. Like, uh, oh, man, I'm going to see all my friends, and i got to come up with something really interesting to say, or they're going to, like, think I'm not cool and stop hanging out with me.
1: Uh, that is my biggest fear right there is – um. I'm I'm a pretty energetic person. You know that, right? Yeah. Uh, my big fear is that I kind of scare people away because.
0: I would not describe you as horrifying. I'm not sure where you're getting that idea from.
1: It's because when it comes to women, at least, um, I'm like, you know, I try and then like. I, they end up getting scared away, and every time I try to reach out to them, just like, hey, you want to go grab a smoothie or something? And then they just, like, don't reach back and ghost smear. they'll say, oh, just call me whenever, and, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like that's a big fear of mine is just I push people away with too much high energy or too much, you can do it, just go for it. I should really stick to the um eldridge men mo the um motto for all the eldridge men.
0: What is that motto?
1: If you have a problem or feelings, you hold them in and then you die.
0: That's a John Mullaney joke.
1: Re- wait, you're telling me that my dad stole that the family motto from John Mullaney?
0: Oh, I thought you meant like Eldridge as in Eldridge Horror. No. That's your last name I keep forgetting.
1: Yes, Eldridge. Well, technically my last my birth last name is Alexander, but my dad was a bastard child, so
0: Cool. What's your new job?
1: Um, I am a tour guide for the Oregon Vortex. So, um, you've seen the show Gravity Falls? Yeah. I'm basically like a young grunkle Stan.
0: Hmm. Eh. Have you ever seen um, uh, the movie Malignant?
1: Uh, No, but
0: it's, it's a really good horror movie. And there is part of it. That's like in a, in an underground mine and we see the tour guide get like kidnapped and tortured.
1: But don't tell me that I don't want to get, don't give everyone out their ideas.
0: I don't know, it's a pretty popular movie. I feel like the ideas are already out there. Uh, hey Montana, are you on, on can you unmute yourself? He can't,
3: never mind. Yes, I can.
1: Alright oh. Hey, Montana, you have a pretty dark voice right there, you know, like a pretty low voice.
3: Yes I'm actually writing down that idea. Take out tie.
1: I would be scared, but honestly your voice is kind of arousing. Mm.
3: Take oh, out tie. To dinner.
1: Yes, take out tie to dinner.
0: <laughs> I thought you know, I'm gonna be the one trying to get away from you, you. Right. If you claim women are repulsed by you, then you know, maybe play for the other team. Consider uh, that.
1: Ah uh, you know what? I would, <laughs> but you know if Guys are harsh enough on each other. I don't want to be shot down by nudes, too.
0: Oh, my God. That's got to be the worst part of, like, being pan or bi, the rejection from all angles.
1: Yeah. Ooh. My big fear is that, like, I date somebody who's questioning. Like, they don't know if they're gay or not, but they're sort of like, maybe I am, maybe I'm not.
0: Right. Again, you're about to steal a joke from George Costanza.
1: And then they turn out to be lesbians. Like, that's that's who I am. And I'm like,
0: you're basically stealing jokes from the sitcom Seinfeld now.
1: Ah, well, you know what? It's like a Simpsons did it thing. Sometimes two people
0: just make the same observation. (laughs) Right. Except I predicted it a mile away. I knew that's exactly where you were going. Like, You ever watch uh, like a talk show like Jay Leno or Stephen Colbert and you hear the punchline in your head before they even tell the joke? Well, you know what?
4: Sometimes predictability is a decent thing for, you know, it's like you don't want to just be
1: completely random with all your punchlines.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well, all right. Well, how would you win that joke then? I gave you uh, my biggest right fear.
0: <laughs> my biggest fear is that I'm dating someone who's questioning, you know, on the fence, and then they date me and they decide, okay, definitively, this is it. This is my answer. I need to kill myself. What? <laughs> See huh. that's a better punchline. You laugh.
5: Yeah, but that's because I wasn't expecting it.
0: Exactly. I'm not stealing George Costanza quotes from 30 years ago.
1: It's not like George Costanza is like a recognizable name. You, no one's going to be like, oh boy, George Costanza. I
0: heard that. Oh my him. God. On the
1: TikTok.
0: Are you saying that there are people who have never seen the sitcom Seinfeld?
1: I would say, yeah, you know, when I was working at the library, I would play comedy sketches regularly, and, like, no one would care. But the second, like, Shrek came on the screen, everyone would be like, oh, my God, Shrek, he's so loving life. And I'm like, bitch, you weren't even alive when the first Shrek movie came out.
0: I'm sorry, were you playing your own comedy sketches, or?
1: No, I was playing, like, classics. Like Sid Caesar and Key Peel.
0: Wow, you have a very broad definition of classic.
1: I think Key and Peele def- defies classic now. It's been a decent amount of time since they worked together on comedy sketches.
3: Classic is defined by it being at least 30 years.
1: Oh, so that one guy is classic then. The Seinfeld so- dude.
0: Yes, Jerry Seinfeld and Jason Alexander are classics.
1: Uh, everyone's a critic. But only a few people are classic. Those who are at least 30 years old, apparently.
0: You know, ironically enough, the animated series The Critic with John Lovitz is a classic now.
1: The only reason I know that is because of that weird crossover episode with The Simpsons.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you watch The Simpsons, like, regularly?
1: Uh, very regularly. Sometimes I put it on to just kind of be background noise while I go to sleep. And then I oh, have yeah, some Disney really Plus? interesting dreams.
0: hmm Have you ever been to the Universal <laughs> theme park attraction The Simpsons ride?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I love that ride.
0: Mm. It's weird how Universal keeps licensing... Uh, IPs from other studios that keep getting bought by Disney.
1: You know what? I'll be fine with it so long as they keep the Waterworld stunt show spectacular. That is the one thing that I never want to leave Universal Studios. hmm You say that so reluctantly, like, hmm sure, it's going to stay there forever.
0: No, no, it's very popular. You're right. Yeah.
1: I've actually tried auditioning for that show once.
0: You auditioned uh, for the Waterworld stunt show or some other universal thing?
1: Uh, The Waterworld stunt show. They didn't think I had an old enough looking face for Mm. uh, the role I was going for.
0: You know what I heard? There's a rumor that they're opening... um, a comedy club in Universal themed to Saturday Night Live.
1: Please, for the love of God, have it replaced the Jimmy Fallon ride.
0: Right, but I'm thinking, like, that would be the coolest thing to be in the sketch comedy show at Universal.
2: Yeah. Yeah
1: be a little hard to be a performer. My sister was a performer at Disneyland for a while and uh it's hard to scrape by, honestly. But
0: Hang on. Does everybody about- that work at Florida know someone that has worked at a theme park?
1: I've never lived in Florida before. I lived in uh California.
0: Oh. I don't know why your voice seems more Floridian than Californian.
1: A lot of people think my voice sounds weird. Like, no one's really been able to point a specific dialect unless it's insulting. Like, Goldberg's or that dude from uh, Clone High.
3: Actually, I was going to say, you do sound like someone from The Simpsons. Ah. Milhouse.
1: What? Milhouse?
3: No, I was They're thinking You're just more... being
1: a
5: dick.
3: Nelson? No, not Nelson. An adult, I want to say, not not the, like, professor, what's his name? Frank?
1: Oh, God, please tell me it's not the uh, music conductor for the school.
3: Uh, Chief Wiggum? No, not, well, kind of. Ralph? Kind of like Sideshow Drip Bobbish, but not as deep. You think he sounds like Kelsey Grammer? No, no, that's not it either.
1: This just feels progressively more insulting as you guys are just naming off Simpsons characters.
3: Lisa Simpson. Okay, he's naming off most of these. I don't want to... No, but there is... Honestly, you could just be an original character on the
0: Lenny! I... You're Lenny! That's who I'm thinking of.
3: Sorry, yes, it's... He's right, Lenny.
1: Aw, I wanted to be Carl.
3: Everyone wants to be Carl. Well,
1: yeah, Carl's the fun one. All right, so are we going to get into some comedy sketches?
0: Yeah, hang on. Let me see. Um, I don't want to insult you further, but can you play a female zombie?
1: Uh, I guess.
0: <laughs> okay, great. Montana... Could you open up that uh, sketch I just sent? You're going to play Patrick. I'm going to play Brian. Of course. Oh, this is the wrong sketch. Sorry.
1: Nobody has sex in high school?
0: That's next week. Sorry.
1: Uh, If I come back next week, can I get dibs on Shaggy?
0: Absolutely. Well, all right. So this one I just sent in the zombie apocalypse script. You guys in that?
1: Uh, Almost two guys of a. Moaning and groaning, so basically what I've been doing all week. Perfect.
0: Okay, everybody ready? Yep. Interior, suburban house. During the apocalypse, two guys are hiding under a window looking for zombies.
3: (laughs) Have you seen any? No, I can't believe we're going to die here.
0: No, we're not going to die. We watch zombie movies. We know what not to do.
3: And all the zombie movies I've seen. It's clear the audience is tired of the whole. The guy who's seen the zombie movie is the only one who survives the zombie movie thing. So either he dies first or he kills everyone by doing what you're supposed to do in a zombie movie instead of what you're supposed to do in real life. Oh, my God. What have you realized something? I'm going to die a virgin.
0: What are you talking about? You've had sex. You, um, when you, uh, you've had, oh my God, you're going to die a virgin.
3: What was that? Look, a zombie broke
2: in.
0: Female zombie breaks oh. then. She's coming for me. She's gonna bite me. You know, you two look kind of cute together. What? Are you insane? I'm just saying, if we're gonna die anyway, you might as well. Yeah. Get her away from me. Playing hard to get, I see. I can't have sex with her. She's. She can't consent.
2: Bleah. Bleah.
0: Oh, come on. She is begging for it. Ah, she's
2: biting me.
0: What a freak. Patrick bites back. Oh, he's into it. Patrick and the female's on to get a room. Now I've got to find something I've never done before. You know, it's a shame. In another life, maybe me and Patrick would be a cute couple. I think I need more straight friends. As soon as I meet two of them, I want nothing more than to hook them up. And scene.
1: All right, that is a good way to bring back into our fear. (laughs) That is apparently the punchline to a Seinfeld setup.
0: Sure. Wait, what? Oh, you... What horror movie tropes do you guys hate that you keep seeing?
1: Um... I hate the classic, let's stay in the house and barricade the door, because, you know, I feel like the only ones who can get away with that are Scooby-Doo, because they do the classic thing where they barricade the door, and, like, the monster just hands them a lamp to help out, but I don't feel like I've seen a good example of that since Scooby-Doo.
0: That is a brilliant visual gag when you describe it that way.
1: Well, yeah, because at that point, you're already stuck in the house, and now you got to move all the uh, lampposts and uh, drawers after.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's fair.
1: Oh, you know another horror movie trope I don't like?
0: Please, go ahead.
1: Um, when they try to be 100% honest right from the phone call, like, Help! There's a werewolf attacking us! And, like... Animal Control is like, sure, a werewolf. I'm like,
0: uh, yeah. why don't you
1: just be vague and just say, help, a giant creature we haven't identified yet is attacking us. And then they'll just figure out what the deal is when they get there.
0: Right. Have you ever seen Goosebumps, the movie with Jack Black?
1: Uh, ah, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. That was great. <laughs> I thought that was You
1: know amazing. what? I feel like Jack Black needs to be in more stuff. He was in the first Waterworld movie.
0: No, he wasn't. What?
1: Yeah, you, know, you know the uh, smoker who was driving the seaplane?
0: Nobody has seen Waterworld. It was a box office bomb, famously.
1: Well, somebody had to. Otherwise, there wouldn't have been a stunt show.
0: They planned the stunt show before the movie came out. Everyone knows that.
3: I've seen well, the movie. My dad watched it on TV back when people used to watch cable.
0: Yeah. People still do, trust me. I volunteered at a nursing home. It's all people do. Ugh.
1: Uh, well, right now my dad is uh, between watching uh, Fox News on cable or Larry Bird highlights. So.
3: Hmm. A movie trope, a horror movie trope I hate, kind of encompasses most of them. It's just people not acting like what real people would do, you know? Like a monster shows up and they're like, what? should I I stay in this house in the middle of the forest when no one's around? Hmm, maybe I should. Or, you know, like after seeing something and an incident happens, instead of like telling the first person closest to them, they're kind of like, I think I was crazy. I don't think that actually happened. But I just feel like everyone in every movie, it's always like, I know that they're doing, like as a writer, they're doing it so the plot can happen. But it's just I just want to see smart people in horror movies, you know.
1: Well, it's like a game show, you know. If you get overly smart people in your game show or your horror movie, um, you know, it's just going to be boring. No one's going to want to watch it. I hate
0: it when people are winning Jeopardy because, like, I never hear about Jeopardy unless somebody is winning it and being annoying.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's always the smug asshole who's like. You know, I wrote a paper about Jeopardy as my college thesis, actually. No, no,
0: no. It's weird that you mention that. That specifically happened. There was a guy who had one of the biggest winning streaks in Jeopardy history, so they got someone to beat him who specifically wrote a college thesis on Jeopardy.
1: Ah, well, you know what? I'm just glad that they could put that to use. You know how lame your life would be if you wrote a college thesis on Jeopardy? And you didn't end up playing Jeopardy.
0: I know. That's um there's a show, Scorpion, <laughs> which is about like a team of uh brilliant scientists, and one of them sues the producers of Jeopardy because they think they that Jeopardy is discriminating against smart people.
1: Honestly, Sorry. if any game show's discriminating against smart people, it's uh the Crystal Maze. Have you heard of that show?
0: Is that with Adam Conover?
1: Uh, no. There was an American version with Adam Conover. Um, there was an original British version of the show, starring um Richard O'Brien, who was the guy behind the Rocky Horror Picture Show.
0: Oh yeah, Phineas's dad. From Phineas and Ferb.
1: Well, oh my God, that was Phineas's dad.
0: Yeah, yeah, Ferb's dad. I mean.
1: Well, obviously, but. Wow, I have a much higher respect for Richard O'Brien. You know, I was actually thinking about going as Richard O'Brien from the Crystal Maze uh, for Halloween this year, but I realized nobody would get that reference.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Really?
1: It's like the time I dressed up like that judge from a Japanese game show back in middle school. Everyone thought I was just a lawyer.
3: (laughs) It's like when I dressed up as meter from the Boondocks. Everyone was just like, "You're just like a a blind guy." I was like, "Mm."
1: "Well, it's
5: hard to stand out.
3: It's hard to stand
1: out with a Halloween costume because, like, every time you try to step out of the box, it's a reference that nobody gets."
3: Well, no. What's great about those costumes, though, is the people that do get them. Because that Halloween, I went out and I was like around hundreds of people. Like, went into like this weird party. Anyways, and it was just like five people that got it. But when they got it, they were like, that's awesome. And I was like, I do it for you. You know what?
1: I wouldn't be surprised if that's how somebody met their soulmate. They went to a Halloween party as some sort of weird, obscure character. And somebody also went as another obscure character. And they both just sort of were like, you're Richard O'Brien. And you're from the Boondocks.
0: Right. So there's this story um, about the Star Trek convention. One person only one person spoke fluent native French uh, and also pretty good Klingon. And another person spoke pretty good Klingon, but was like from Germany. So for years, neither one of them spoke each other's native language, but they both spoke Klingon and they met at a Star Trek convention. So for like their first couple years as a couple, they only spoke to each other through Klingon.
1: You know, it's stories like that that get me going in life. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: You into Star Trek?
1: No, I'm into um. The Love. T- <laughs> Yeah. I'm a hopeless romantic. Okay.
3: Okay. Ty, you will find your Klingon bride one day.
1: Could it? Could it not? Actually. Be
0: point- The Klingons don't really have rides. They uh, only mate once a year, and outside of that, they feel no sex, lust, or romantic feelings.
1: Yeah, thanks for dooming me to that sort of life, buddy.
0: I don't know. That sounds better than what I have going on right now.
3: Yeah. I want to hug both of you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I could really (laughs) use a hug now. (laughs) I I was originally from Virginia, and in the South, we hugged each other all the time, but then I moved to Oregon, and, like, nobody wants to hug anymore.
3: Mm. The power of the West Coast. We're all emotionally detached.
1: It changes you, man. I
3: want to cut to a busy subway where a homeless person ends up running into another homeless person that fall in love with each other. Spare
1: change? Uh, anyone
0: spare change?
3: Any? Spare uh, change, sir.
1: Oh, 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 I'm sorry uh um I, I, I'm asking for change. I'm not uh, saying I have spare change to give you. I, I'm sorry.
0: I understand. Oh. Wow. Uh, i you sure you can't, you know, spare a penny for someone in these trying times. Uh,
1: you know, a penny saved is a penny earned, and I haven't saved a damn penny since they laid me off.
0: Oh man, that's been rough for you. I lost billions in NFTs and crypto.
1: Oh my God, did you? I currently crypto-
0: owe. Over four hundred million dollars to the IRS.
1: Did Did you say crypto? Yes. It's funny that you said that, um, because you know, back when I still had a job and a home, um, I actually, um, for a Halloween party at the office, I dressed up as uh, Crypto the Superdog. But uh, you know, nobody got that reference, and uh, I got real mad at the boss and uh, said some stuff I didn't. Mean to say, and you know that's what led to my termination. Hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's weird that you say that because I remember one year for Halloween, I uh, I dressed up as Bat Dog, the uh, the Bat Hound, Batman's trusty. Oh yeah, uh, dog Batman's companion. trusty
1: dog. Yeah, I I know that he was in a few comics. Uh, he, you know, he's in a movie now, uh, voiced by Kevin Hart.
0: Oh, yeah, you know, Crypto the Superdog is played by The Rock.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love The Rock. He was a real inspiration for me. Even in these trying times, he's just like, work hard, play hard. And, you know, I can't really do the first one now since I was laid off, but I can still play hard.
0: Oh, I play hard, you know. Uh, I like to hop the fence at uh, Six Flags every now and then. You can ride, like, four rides before they realize and kick you out.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, I bet going to Six Flags with you would be just the best. And then they stare into each other's dusty eyes. I stare into one of your good eyes, not your lazy eye. And you sort of stare into my glasses that I've been wearing. You know, those big, kind of big Lebowski glasses.
3: Those... Mm-hmm. Excuse me, you—you you two both look like very great people. You're having a good moment, and I just want to reward that with a fifty-dollar bill. Although I don't have any other change that I can break it up with, so I had to give it's it. It's okay. I'll people take people. all of it.
1: No, nope. no, no! But, don't take it all. I mean, I, please. Yes. Yeah. But
3: <clears throat> do as you do will. Good day.
0: Listen. I gotta call my accountant. Things are looking up for me.
1: Listen, don't leave me. I I have attachment issues. All right, I don't. I just met you, and I don't want to leave you.
0: I, you know what? You're right. Um. Hey, could you look at my bag for me, and then I just run out of the subway.
5: No, <laughs> that's what happens. I I scare him away.
0: He opens the bag, and it's a bunch of. Uh Six Flags memorabilia, like the Superman capes and the um the novelty cups.
1: Oh my god. It's a crypto and bat dog action figure. He must have got it at Sup at Six Flags. Well, I at least know in my heart that he cares, for he left me this memorabilia while he took away the fifty bucks that was supposed to feed
3: me. Uh, we cut to 10 years later where the one that has the bag full of memor- six legs memor- memorabilia has actually sold it and is now back on their feet and running a multi-million dollar company when he runs into the other person on the street.
1: Do, 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 do. Uh, hey there! Spare, changed.
3: Uh, Spare change, sir.
1: And then I hand him uh, coupon for one free Six Flags chip. Hi there. I'm just paying it forward. If you don't mind. Thank you.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. Y- you don't remember me? I shaved oh up my and uh, quit my smoking habit a little bit.
0: We met on we- the subway that one time. I. That
1: one time, that's correct. Yeah. Yes. And now... Things have been looking up for me. I've sold that stuff. I bought some NFTs of my own and did really well. And now I'm the owner of Six Flags.
0: You own the whole theme park?
1: Well, only the one in Texas, but you know, that's still a that's still a pretty good one. Big size, a lot of things happening there, so yeah. Oh
0: man. I remember um uh, one time I got really drunk and I bought Six Flags over Georgia. Ah. I can't believe I sold it.
1: You know what? Financial mistakes happen. What's important is you got to pick yourself up and keep on going, you know?
2: Mhm. Like you did with yeah. the 50 bucks. What, 50 bucks?
1: Did you spend it already?
0: Well, yeah, it was 10 years ago. I don't remember what you're talking about.
1: And then we cut to the 50 bucks that he spent and see it exchange hands over the period of 10 years until one day um, it flies out of a stripper's hand and out of a strip club and just gets caught by the wind. And now it eventually sails its way back to the feet of that homeless man in the middle of this conversation. Whoa. Whoa. What's that?
0: Fifty whole dollars.
1: Wait, wait a second. Let me... Can I read the, um, code the on it? material
0: number? Yeah. yeah, the
1: material number, yeah.
4: This is the same 50 bucks we were given on that day.
0: Wow. You know what? You take it.
4: Oh.
1: I I could never. Just, um...
0: Look, i been... uh, Could you do I me a favor?
1: Could you do me a favor? I know when
0: the d- bagel place near me throws out their bagels, right? I'm set for life. All
1: right. well, you know, I don't need
0: money anymore.
1: Oh, okay, uh, well, I can't take this. Um, tell you what, um, I think uh, I should just uh, donate this and put this into your bank account. Can you hand me uh, my wallet and my phone? It's in that bag right next to you. And as oh, you reach uh, for the bag, I sprint away with the $50 while the Six Flags theme is playing in the background
3: end scene
0: <laughs> what a beautiful beautiful scene That a whole hero's journey and everything
3: yeah it's perfect
0: yeah montana uh did you come in with uh anything you wanted to share
3: uh i do have a script so you know it's funny that you had mentioned today that it needs to be well not needs to be but ideally it's like a a short script that's kind of meant for uh, SNL Uh, Mm -hmm. what I have is a script that I wrote and during the pandemic like lockdown and I had it in my mind it was going to be a radio play and I guess it could still be but uh, I did kind of edit it, so it's a little more scripty. I mean, sketchy. Sure. Cool. Uh,
0: how many characters are there?
3: Uh, there's three main
0: characters. Um, oh, that's lucky. Sometimes, yeah. you know, nine people will show up. Sometimes nobody shows up. and It's just me sitting here in silence for an hour.
3: I do have someone that will be showing up. Eventually, but I did tell her that it was at six because that's what I thought it started at. But
1: I I do have a script with two people, so one of us has to sit out.
3: I I can sit out. That's fine. Okay. Or someone can just read stage directions. I
0: mean, Ty, do you want me to do that?
1: Uh, sure. Sure. So who's so we're reading Montana script first, or do you want to wait for
3: uh... – Let's do yours.
1: All right. Let me pull it up real quick. This might take a second. Share.
0: So, uh, Montana, have you gotten fired recently?
3: No, no, but I do plan on quitting soon.
0: Oh, why?
3: Uh, Because I don't like the job I'm at, and I got offered a different job, which would be teaching kids – it's like a summer camp job. It's like teaching kids about uh, film.
1: All right. Try the link right there. So, bit of and a setup. And a virus. Oh, it is?
0: Yep. Oh, uh, everything in my computer is being wiped. It's being stolen. All of it. All right.
3: This is a great porn. It has cats in it.
1: All right. Well, bit of a setup for this. I have joined a... Part improv, part sketch comedy troupe.
0: Oh, how um, great.
1: Yeah, and uh, there's a guy there named uh, Freeway, and he looks and sounds just like Garfield. He has a bit <sighs> of an ego to him. So I wrote this script specifically for him because I thought it'd be funny if he just sort of just let it all out on stage, you know?
0: Uh-huh. Uh, if if you want, you know, next week, please invite any members from this troupe onto Cold Reads.
1: All right. This would be a good place to test out the stuff and make sure it's actually funny.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: All right. Um, stage directions and assistant will be played by Brian. Okay. Montana, you will be listener. And I guess I'll be Garfield.
0: Garfield gets fired. Written by Ty Eldridge. We open the stage to a newspaper office. There is a desk with two seats. A man is sitting in one of the seats, checking out a newspaper. His assistant calls him. Mr. Listener, your one o'clock is in. Send him in. Enter Garfield, played by Freeway in a Garfield costume.
4: Hey there, Joey. Glad you called me in. Yeah, I have a great idea for my next comic. So, a group of mice come to live with me and John, and they pay their rent to me in lasagna.
0: Not how you spell lasagna, by the way.
1: I'm sorry, I was a typo.
0: Uh, A listener has a look of concern on his face, as he knows what's coming to Garfield when he breaks the bad news to him.
3: That's not why we called you in here, Garfield. Please have a seat. Well... What's up, Joe? Look, times are tough. The newspaper sales aren't what they used to be. So, unfortunately, we're afraid we're going to have to let you go. Garfield's smile is wiped away.
4: I'm sorry, what?
3: You're being let go. You can come by tomorrow and pick up your final check, or we can mail it to you at the end
4: of the week. You bastard.
3: It's nothing personal. Nobody buys newsprint anymore.
4: So your solution is to get rid of your bread and butter? I'm the reason people still buy this garbage. I'm a brand, baby. You show my face to anyone in the world, and they'll instantly say, Garfield, you show your face to anyone, they'll have no idea who you are. You're a nobody, Joseph.
3: That's no way to talk to your boss.
4: Well, you're not my boss anymore, jackass.
3: Look, times are changing. Sometimes it's not about just getting on the bus. It's about finding the place where you belong on the bus.
4: That's your idea of making me feel better after firing me? Giving me the same speech they gave Rosa Parks? Well, I'm glad my spot on the bus was under it since that's where you threw me.
3: Garfield, would you just...
4: Look, I have merchandise. I have theme park rides. I have a movie where I'm voiced by Chris Pratt in the works. There is no newspaper without me. What would you even replace me with anyway? A fourth crossword puzzle? Because I have an eight-letter word for jackass right here, listener.
3: All right, that's it. You know why I'm firing you? It's because you're paying to work with. You think you're hot stuff when you haven't even been anything funny since the 60s. I'll
4: have you know I have a massive fan base worldwide.
3: Well, those retirement home residents aren't going to be alive much longer.
4: Neither will you if you keep that attitude up, buddy.
3: Is that a threat?
4: You tell me!
3: Get out of my office before I call security.
4: Fine! I don't need you. I can succeed on my own.
1: Stage directions.
0: Uh, we, uh... Garfield storms out of the room angry. Listener gives a sigh of relief. Garfield returns to some newspapers.
4: I hope you don't mind if I take some of these for the road. I need something to potty train Odie with, and I figured that's all this is good for now.
3: Garfield leaves again. Maybe I should have scheduled a a meeting for Tuesday. And scene. (laughs) There's a YouTube video
0: that I had trouble finding uh that I absolutely need both of you to watch. Um, like right now? Yeah, why not? Uh it's so Zach Sherwin, you might know him. He writes for Epic Rap Bottles of History. Um that's all I know about this video, that he's in it.
1: I'm trying to watch this, but I don't want to ruin the uh, the podcast with the noise of somebody else's video. Do we have to watch it right now, right now, or can we watch it after this?
0: Are you actually watching this video? Well,
1: I, I would assume that's what you wanted us to do. That's what you said.
0: <sighs> Have you gotten to the punchline yet?
1: No, I'm. It's on mute because I don't want
2: right to. Whatever. Now, it's a, a rap white.
0: song about how, like, at first you think <laughs> it's about how important like journalism is, and then it slowly uh, realize, oh, it's about how newspaper comics aren't. Uh, prevalent anymore, and nobody cares anymore. It's a funny video. I um, probably should not have shared
3: with you. Yeah. Wait, what, what do you mean? Why shouldn't you be shared it? I should
0: have, you know, waited until later and posted it in the Discord. But
1: oh, yeah, that uh, kind of breaks up the momentum of this now.
0: That um, was a terrible idea. I'm very <laughs> sorry that I reached the show to a halt for no reason
5: boo Brian boo. I'm,
0: I'm very sorry I will do better next time I apologize to our
3: zero listeners I I, mean, I do like this I, I, I like the Garfield sketch Uh, I think that I guess I'm uh, I guess I want Garfield to be more of an asshole for some reason
0: you know absolutely that is well, 100% true
3: well,
1: like I said, this is the rough draft. I'm going to give this to uh, Freeway, who, like I said, has a bit of an ego. Good guy, great comic, bit of an ego. And I feel like he can really bring the asshole of this character out.
3: Mm-hmm. Is like edit it, kind of add some more stuff in kind of thing?
1: Yeah, ad lib, add some more stuff in.
3: Right, right, right. Uh, We
0: just got a new player. We have Sarah the Late here. Can you uh, (laughs) unmute yourself? Click the icon of the uh, microphone in the middle, top of the screen. That name is very fitting. Yeah. Sarah, can you hear Can you talk? I can't Uh,
3: see her in there.
0: Yeah, she's not in the player's box. If you click uh, the four at the top of the screen, you can see that she is here now.
3: Oh, right. Uh, Sarah, you can't use Bluetooth.
0: Right. And if you're here um, in Safari or Edge, it's not going to work. You've got to use Chrome.
3: Sarah is uh, my partner who is joining us.
1: So, wait, right. when you say your partner, do you mean, like, you and Sarah are in a relationship or partner, like, hey, partner? Who's ready to go downtown?
0: And catch all the Hey, Max. we're just waiting for Sarah.
3: Uh, first, the first one. <laughs> hello.
2: Well, yes.
1: I'm sorry. Sarah. The whole talking about your partner thing again. I'm from the south. My family were cowboys, and it's really confusing when people are talking about their partner, and I just can't help but think.
3: I no, it's perfectly fine. That's perfectly understandable. Hello, Mesh. Uh,
6: hello. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? What? Uh, what were? What's? Uh, what did I walk into? What are we
0: talking? <laughs> so Sarah walked in about thirty seconds before you did. We're just waiting for Sarah to unmute herself. That's what I am gleaming from this conversation. I don't know what these two were talking about.
4: Yeah, Sarah swinged
1: open the doors to the saloon, in a sense.
0: Huh physically oh, I'm sorry so you do comedy with Sarah or
3: uh, no she's uh, my relationship partner I don't like saying girlfriend because it just sounds so childish
0: so 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 you do yeah. comedy
6: with Sarah is what you're saying
3: I mean I will do comedy with her <laughs> the,
6: the comedy of life yeah, yeah exactly
3: <laughs>
6: well you know what
1: it's good that you guys are in a relationship doing comedy we wouldn't want you doing the opposite which is tragedy
3: Mm. I mean, which
6: which one of you is the straight man uh, in, in I, a comedic sense? <laughs> I guess
3: I would be since she's bi. So. Uh,
6: okay. See, that's, <laughs> that's oh, the man. comedy duo if I've ever heard one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait.
6: What's her username?
3: So, who's what's everyone's favorite comic? I always like that. Like one with the shark and turtle. What was it called?
1: What? What? You oh. The
3: turtle comic in the newspaper. Did anyone read the funny papers uh. I mean oh, I know so you
1: said comic like um
3: No, like a comic no, strip. Calvin
0: and Hobbes,
6: right? <laughs> uh, or what about uh well I know Baby Shark. Um the, no, is, there's actually a Shark and Turtle comic in the Sunday. I, I, I haven't, I haven't had, I haven't seen a physical newspaper in a long time. <laughs> I, is,
2: a are there all different comics
6: bug, in right? there? I remember, I remember Orange Cats. And uh, <laughs>
2: <That's>
1: <laughs> cool. speaking of, um, speaking of comics, you know, comic was originally short for like comedy because they're supposed to be like funny strips.
2: Mm-hmm. And I the feel
1: funny like. Papers. Yeah, and I feel like uh, comic books have really strayed away from that. It's all seriousness. Like, you well, know, okay,
0: what does DC stand for?
4: Detective
0: you Comics. Know, that's another, that's like a double lie. DC Comics. It's not a detective and it's not comedy. It's not
6: well, in Washington, D.C. Well, most of the time. Well,
1: you know What? I feel like if there actually was a detective who was a comic, he would be pretty pissed at um, DC Comics. Because, you know, he, he's trying to just go out there, solve some crimes, make some people laugh, and then, like, he's not the getting any The Joker getting comes
0: in, and, you know, he's like, there's this stupid guy dressed as a bat who's, like, hurting everyone. Mm.
2: Yeah...
6: Yeah, so there's some dark comedy with the Joker and a guy dressed up as a bat. I mean, that's hilarious. In real you know life, what? That...
1: <laughs> I feel like we know who the straight man and the uh, funny one is in the Batman-Joker relationship. They're partners mm-hmm. in the relationship sense, not in the cowboy sense.
6: Uh, uh, although, I mean, I, I, I think there are some – I've definitely seen some uh, – iterations of that where it's like they you know the Joker almost explicitly says like Batman you complete me you know like like they like he has like he yeah like he he can't live without having well you know what it it
1: might be hard for the Joker when he has like a big plan for Batman and then he just realizes that there are more villains in Gotham than him so it's like Batman's been two-timing me this whole time (laughs)
6: It's too tiny with Two-Face. Ah! <laughs> I, uh, I would be
1: pretty heartbroken if I was the Joker in that scenario.
0: Mm-hmm. We cut to uh, the Joker complaining about how Batman keeps cheating on him. The Joker's played by, of course, Ty.
5: Oh, man. You know, I worked hard. Making that giant death machine in the middle of Gotham. And you know what? The Scarecrow just came in and Batman picked him instead.
0: You, know, J, you can't let these things get to you. Shut
5: up, you. You have no idea what it's like to just watch the one you love beat up your worst. your Who you thought was your best friend.
0: Mm. I guess I can't relate. But come on, Mister J, let's uh, let's forget about that stupid bat.
2: Ah,
1: you know what? Who needs Batman
5: anyway? I'm good. I've made an entire crime empire in Gotham, and I get it all without him.
0: You know what Batman's not expecting?
1: What? What is he expecting?
0: Expansion.
1: You mean, like, taking over more than Gotham or, like, expanding into other fields? Because I've been thinking about he, trying to step into his field a little bit, you know, detective work.
0: I I was going to say, like, uh, we got to find a town that isn't uh, overrun with superheroes, you know? Gotham has Batman. Uh, Metropolis has Superman. Where... Uh, is there, like, a lot of crime that we can do that doesn't have a big hero?
5: Thanking, thanking. I got it! D.C.
0: Uh, I mean, you mean think- Washington?
1: Exactly. I mean, first up, you'd think that'd be, like, the one place where every hero goes, because, like, the president's there, and you'd think he would be a oh, big yeah, yeah. target item, but no. And, uh, secondly, I feel like there's a lot of crime there that just hasn't been touched. Mostly, like, uh, money laundering schemes and, uh, you kidnapping know. Kidnapping
0: the president.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, I think I can work up to kidnapping the president. I can't just go <sighs> yeah, there and yeah, yeah
0: that's like Yeah, pre- that's like an end goal, you know. You don't work out, you know, instantly expecting six-pack abs, you know.
5: Yeah, exactly. All right, Harley. I decided you and I are going to D.C. Let's get in a very comical joker car that's very tiny. <laughs> All right, all hitchmen, get in with us.
2: Babe, <laughs> ho,
6: ho, ho, oh, I'm so cramped. We, we cut to a uh a Washington DC lobbying firm on K Street, uh, with, uh so let me get this straight. Uh you want to uh rebrand as a into political Comedy to take over the DC criminal underground. Is that uh, is that correct?
5: Why
1: yes, I feel like political comedy is better than uh, the sort of comedy I was doing before. I even sort of adopted a new look. He said as he walks outside, still with his Joker face and like that scar smile, but also dressed like George Carlin with his hair slicked back. And, and I'm and I'm dressed as Joan Rivers. Let me tell you something.
6: <laughs> Your outfit is a disaster.
5: Ah, that's the problem with this
1: country. Everyone's just bothered with looks. No one's bothered with what's up here because
5: what's up here? Well, you know what? Here? If you were
0: bothered with looks, maybe <laughs> maybe you'd be on Gotham's best dress list.
5: Ah, you know
1: what? Nobody cares about that. That's exactly how the people up there, the fat cats, want to control you so you can just keep consuming and being stupid.
6: Oh, that's, that's good. That's oh. good. You want to want that? You know what? That? If you
0: consumed uh, some designer pants, maybe, you know, you wouldn't have all those uh, holes in your khakis. Well, yeah, listen. we're sort of
1: working on this sort of duo thing. You know, I bat with her, she bats with me, with a real bat. You know, it's, it's sort of a thing we're working
0: on can you say a real bat Boom. <laughs> uh
6: well i you know i i have to say this is very compelling uh and you know if you if you were to uh if we were to take do to take us on as uh, as your uh as your firm of choice uh as you uh embark on these endeavors uh we will uh provide you with a stylist uh we actually uh actually we can we can bring our stylist in right now. Uh, he is very, very famous. Uh, the
1: stylist is happens to be the penguin. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah. You!
3: Nah. No. Yo.
5: What are you doing? I claim DC as my turf first.
3: Nah, I am trying to get some more business. You want business? Uh, why don't you sell your... <laughs> Your nose is an awning
0: at a at a Pizza Hut. What?
3: That's offensive. fancy.
0: Yeah.
6: Uh Well, uh, no, no. I, I, I. You want to be I, taken I,
0: seriously I, as a businessman? Businessmen haven't worn
1: top hats since like the fifties.
3: I'm gonna poke you with this umbrella. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Oh, Ow. Oh. Ow.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I'm gonna whip out the Harley Quinn mallet and yeah.
5: All right, all right.
1: You know why they call you the penguin?
0: Why? Because
1: you're flightless now, I say as I press a button, and you can see in the distance, the penguin's private jet blows up.
2: Wow, Oh, oh. fuck!
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what you get uh.
1: for messing with us! <laughs> uh,
2: well,
0: I can't I, buy I had... another
3: one. Not in this economy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh it just was you you
6: just, just need to just need to pay off a few more senators that I'm sure you'll have a few uh campaign donations coming your way. That's just how it works in this town. Uh yeah. Listen, Joker, is it? And Harley Quinn. Uh you know, I, I wanna tell you something. This uh political comedy it doesn't rely on the whole physical humor as much the hammer the hammer is out you can't use the hammer anymore okay it, can we at uh, least use
5: bad puns
6: bad puns are more than welcome uh dc was built on bad puns in fact uh, george washington himself uh referred to the to to uh to this fledgling nation as uh, as uh as a swamp, and that was a pun, I think I don't know <laughs> but uh you know it it, it it it's more bad analogies and metaphors than puns, I suppose, like draining the swamp and uh you know donkeys and elephants for political parties. If you can work a good metaphor in, I think uh, I think I think people will be quite endeared to your to you. All
1: right, work a good metaphor. That's
6: All right. right. So, so, so let's take this as an example. Like, let's say, let's say the the criminal underground of Washington D.C. is talking about how they can get uh, defense contractors to uh, p- to put factories up in their home states. Uh, what's a good metaphor for that?
1: Ah, uh, let's see. Uh, factory metaphors. Um, home state. Uh, well, we could blow up the factories and say that's just a state of mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got it. We uh, uh, we kill the workers, and um, I don't know. That's all I got right now. Okay. Well, you know
1: what? That's just sort of a first draft joke. Maybe we can call in another comedy expert to come down and help us out. Uh, do you have, like, a slogan well, person to come down and help us out?
0: Oh, yes.
6: Uh, we have uh, We have someone who has quite a way with words. Uh, they call him the Riddler.
5: Uh, oh, come on! <laughs> Is there any Gotham villain who didn't decide to go to D.C.?
3: Hello, it's me, Two-Face.
2: Harvey!
3: I mean, I was pretty much already a politician.
0: Because I'm uh, a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, it was All a, right, let's see. Church. There's,
5: um... we got the just had a
0: campaign for yeah. the mayor... Mayor... We got, run. um...
1: Riddler. We got Two-Face. All right, let's just be glad Poison Ivy isn't here. Oh, And then
2: geez. we just
1: see, like, She's... um... Poison Ivy just walking with a plant and then just sort of slowly back out.
6: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I saw her at a environmental protest last week, actually. Uh, yeah, she she has a lot of pull in this town. Yeah. You know,
0: for some reason, I'm always, uh, I've always I'm always liked her. You know, I have a feeling that, like, if I joined her team, yeah. you know, uh, it would be more. You know what?
1: Weeks. That's my big fear with you is that you just you told me you were questioning when we first got this but I thought you were questioning evil not sexuality.
0: I've never questioned evil. How dare you?
1: Wait a second. If all the villains are here then who's at Gotham?
0: We cut to Batman uh very worriedly. He's like, "Oh my god." Nobody's doing anything. It's it's too quiet. It's it's just too quiet. I gotta I gotta use the back computer and like scan all the streets and like.
3: There's no crime. What's going hey, golly, on? Golly, Batman! Vanish? Isn't that what we want?
0: That's not what we want. We want to know where they are. They've just vanished. Um, isn't isn't that, you know? I'm pulling my hair out and like, I'm going crazy. Sir, i oh. I, mu- I must say you are you are.
6: I think you're taking this a little too seriously. Perhaps I can make you some chamomile tea to calm you down. You know
0: what? That, um, is the very wrong thing that I need right now. I need, like, six Red Bulls and coffee. I I need to get to the bottom of this, okay? I need uh-huh. to work harder than I've ever worked in my life. Right. This is a missing persons case where there's, like, 12 missing people.
6: Well, I be that. Di- perhaps uh perhaps the finally they they're afraid of you, and they've decided to leave Gotham altogether, and Nobody's uh afraid of me, I wear black eyeliner uh, oh c- come, come, come on, Dick, why don't you talk some sense into into bruce into master Bruce and uh get him to see that you know he's done his job he's he's done he's earned he's earned a little peace and quiet,
3: don't you think? Yes, yes. Gee golly, Spantman. I feel like we can just take a take a relaxing day. I mean, every day you get me... I mean, I've never been in school before, and you, every night we go out and we hunt down these criminals. Uh, maybe yeah. you could maybe no, be like, a, more like a dad. and It's a, take it out it's a chance for a normal life, Master Bruce. You could you
6: could be the father that Dick clearly needs, and, and he could go to school and, and, you know, he won't just be hanging around the mansion with you all day. That's it can't be healthy for a young boy his age, you know. Um, just saying, No,
0: what's um, what's healthy is for him to live, you know, in a in a town that is it overrun by clowns and and living trees and guys
3: with freeze rays.
0: That's what that's what he needs, that's what's healthy.
3: Holy big bald taurine, Batman. <laughs> I feel like maybe then we should just get rid of them. That's why I have this clock now. Clock clock. We just finished them all off, Batman.
0: Maybe we did. I believe maybe something I finish. bought a long time ago on Amazon just arrived. You know, I do that. I I stay up till two in the morning buying stuff on Amazon and then I completely forgot that I buy it. You know? I haven't been doing great. I um maybe I stopped the Joker. Well, Batman I
6: uh Master Bruce, I I I sorry I you, you had already put your mask on. I I just want to I just want to say I, I've I've taken the liberty of calling someone someone who I think uh, can give some perspective a third a third party if you will a third you know someone who's not not only not from Gotham but not from the Earth. Um, yes, I I called Superman. That dick. He's he'll be here any moment now. I, I I I I think he's uh I think he can provide you uh. Perspective. Advice. Ah, oh,
1: there he
6: is. Yeah. Hi,
1: there. Hi there, Batman. Sorry it took so long to find this place. You seem to uh, line this area with lead.
0: I know, that was intentional. I can't believe Alfred gave you my address. Well,
1: you know, it just makes things a little easier, buddy. I pat oh, your back, doesn't. but you kind of fall in the process, because I forget how you're not immortal sorry about that um uh listen buddy you know justice that's why we're fighting right truth justice in the american way
0: vengeance um, i'm more of a vengeance guy
1: well look you got your vengeance you had your fun but now you can just sort of enjoy your err uh, progress you're like a baker who works all day to bake a big pie and doesn't bother to enjoy it when it's all finished.
0: What was the last vacation you took?
1: Um well I actually um uh, took a nice trip um with my partner Lois. Uh, for the record partner when I say like
0: part- cowboy partner or partner like girlfriend?
1: Uh girlfriend, but we actually went to a dude ranch so uh she was also my partner partner oh. for the weekend. Huh yeah, it was great. We got to uh, ride around on horsies. We got to guy. Uh, he got to see her in a um, corset, and you know, I have X-ray vision, so I got to see a little more. If you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh.
0: If you always have X-ray vision, would it not matter what she wears?
1: That well, you know, I kind of want to respect boundaries and privacy, but we were having fun, and you know. Having a little beer or two over at the dude ranch. Uh, Although the point of the matter is, Batman, have you ever just taken somebody you love to just sort of relax and enjoy yourself? I mean, you're working yourself to death, for God's sakes.
0: I'm not dead. I'm more alive than you'll ever be.
6: Ah. Oh, I've made everyone some chamomile tea. I put them in in Master Bruce's kryptonite... uh, I don't
0: even like chamomile. I like black tea.
6: Oh, oh, of course, of course, yes. Uh, it's, just... it's okay. Um,
1: I I actually uh, had some um, uh, something to drink before I got here, so I don't need any chamomile. But thank you so much, kind Alfred. Oh, oh,
2: uh,
6: of course, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh...
1: Listen, Superman. I'm telling you as a friend, because I've been talking to oh. the other guys at the Justice League, and you know we we're worried about did, you. I mean, did
6: you just refer to yourself in the third person as?
0: superman
6: uh i'm
0: just i'm just asking you guys. batman well, does superman it all the time out, but it's not <laughs> weird
1: yeah you know superman's trying some new things okay <laughs> but listen up here um we've been talking to the guys at the uh i've been talking to the guys at the justice league and we're worried about you i mean wonder woman tried to play it cool but she accidentally sat on her lasso of truth and she was just freaking out over the aspect of you working yourself to death
0: does uh does Wonder Woman think of me when I'm not there?
4: Well, she has brought you up a couple of times.
0: Uh huh. What does she What does she say about me?
1: Uh, she says you're dark, mysterious.
0: Yes, I am. How observant of her.
1: Yes, very observant. Well, she is an Amazon, so you know those kinds of women.
0: Right, Amazon. It's always listening. They're collecting data.
1: Actually, you know what? You could go um, – you should probably go say hi to her. She's over with the other Amazons in Seattle.
0: Hmm. Uh, One of these days, oh, I'm going gonna, gonna to get the courage to do that. But
6: isn't, right now, uh, I isn't, just need it, to
0: relax. Isn't you know? Lex
6: Luthor uh, uh, in talks to purchase Amazon from Jeff Bezos in Seattle right now? Isn't that –
2: Oh, well, that's you know, my that's,
1: yeah, that's sort of a later issue problem that we mm. have. You know, we're sort of mm. still building a bunch some of paperwork, villains, you know, yeah. mm.
3: we cut to Jeff Bezos at his top of his penthouse tower, where he's actually just bought in Lex Luthor. Corp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Soon I shall have Disney as well and then Tesla and then my plans will start being complete. <laughs> now that all of the villains have headed to DC, I will take over Metropolis and Gotham. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: but, 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 but sir, uh,
6: well, first of all, uh, you know we have uh we have uh we have focus tested your uh laughs or i i i know we're we're in private right now but uh you know it's uh a lot of the public feels like uh the way you laugh is uh well off putting uh to say the least my especially laugh. when you're talking about taking over
3: my laugh is... cities Look, my laugh has changed since i've gotten this much money. One day, I woke up now it sounds like this <laughs>
6: <laughs> now, I that can't that help it. true, sir your Your laugh has evolved there there's there's definitely been a a, a correlation between your laugh and your net worth and uh, it seems like your net worth is going to get a lot higher uh, after this merger goes through and, well, uh, who knows what your laugh will sound like then.
3: Yes. Get me my lawyers. I'm going to move into Phase 4 and buy Disney. Oh. Oh,
6: sir, but... Okay.
3: It's going to be dangerous, Bring me my suit. We cut to Jeff
0: Bezos arguing with Mickey Mouse, played by Ty.
5: I tell you there, sir I'm not going to sell you this company for a jillion dollars Won't trust in it to me
3: Jeff Bezos turns in his Iron man S suit Mouse,
5: uh-huh.
3: you will do as I say
5: uh, Alright, uh, there's no need to use force us. oh,
3: Say it, Mouse Go, of course, Mickey, but maybe we should sell And, <laughs> and
2: then, shoots
3: Goofy into pieces.
2: Goofy, no! Yeah.
5: Oh, no, Goofy! You were my friend! You lived in a house while the other dog lived in a doghouse!
3: Are you going to sign the papers, House, or are we going to have to do this express? You <laughs> lift up
1: a laser where the barrels are shaped like a hidden Mickey. Ha- hand me that quill.
6: Like a, like a bunch of birds, like hand him the quill, like in in the. In I was <laughs> like, it's Cinderella.
5: Let's see. M I C K E Y
2: M O U S E.
3: Excellent. I've become the most powerful man in the world. Now, and of on course, see. you count
5: God, but you're not going to buy heaven from him.
3: Jeff Bezos looks to the sky. Soon. Soon.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: Scene. The, pr- the Prime Directive. <laughs> the Amazon Prime Directive. <laughs>
0: coming soon (laughs) all right this um that was so great you guys (laughs) all of you were very on point
4: i just kind of wanted to cut
1: back to the villains thing and just hear like a bunch of arguing from all the the villains about (laughs) politics like i just think we should take global warming seriously i feel Mm. like the ice caps melting would be a dire consequence
6: i uh, uh trying to think of the rogues gallery here. Yeah, what kind of political positions would they have? That's uh, that's an interesting thing to unpack. Right. With.
0: I know in the Harley Quinn TV show, they like explicitly say that Poison R. uh is an anarchist,
6: you know, and an mm. eco-terrorist. I can see why she gets along with Harley. Because
3: they're both terrorists.
6: <laughs> well, anarchy, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Different... They're coming at anarchy from different sides, I feel like. <laughs> Thank you. uh, Sarah, Sarah, can same you talk? Outcome. Hmm? Oh. Me? Yes, hello. Oh, awesome. Finally.
0: Oh, heck.
3: Hello. No.
7: I'm not sure which mic my, my sad old computer has decided
3: to use.
0: Ah, but it uh, uh, but isn't.
3: Uh, the good
1: old partner.
3: Yes, I told them, told them that you're my partner, Sarah.
0: <laughs> We've heard all um, about you. No, yes, we haven't well, heard anything. Partner in crime, you know. Comedy partner. Mm-hmm.
7: Scene partner and scene.
0: Mm-hmm. And dancing, there.
6: figure skating.
7: The figure skating oh. awards are really the big ones that I don't think Montana plays up enough. Uh, uh, it's a kind uh-huh. of duo. He's on the ice hockey, and then I'm just wearing a giant tutu that's actually like three feet in diameter. It's
0: a great show. Ooh. Awesome. Uh, Montana, you have a sketch to share, right?
3: I do. Uh, I All do right. have a sketch to share. Uh, here, one sec. Copy and paste. That's a lot of Oh,
0: Ooh, okay. Is that I more than a one link?
3: I think it is. I think it is a bunch of different links. One sec. Uh, oh, it works. Does it? Does it go to the the right link? Uh, oh, I Michael guess it's... Uh yes, yeah that is it.
1: Uh, wow, this is a lengthy
3: script. <laughs>
2: Twelve pages.
3: <laughs> I I mean, uh, yeah, it's not
2: it's not that bad.
3: <laughs> I mean, if we don't think we can do it, it's fine. Um,
0: well, think, you know what? Let's do it. do it.
3: Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, Montana, would you like to cast the sketch? Uh,
3: yes. Yes, I would um where is that thing that I was had something, okay, so there is a few people, so I think Satan should be played by Brian. Uh, how actually, dare you i I find that <laughs> you will bring the most gravitas to that, or yeah, yeah. Uh I would like the French waiter to be played by Ty. Yes. <laughs> uh, and Kane. Kane uh, will be played by Mesh. Uh. uh so I guess a little bit stuff off the top. Uh they're all high status characters. Uh Kane is the highest, but and then Cain, hmm, and then Satan's third. That's I guess, and Cain's. Oh, like, in the scene. Okay, I get you. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the scene. Yeah. Okay. In the scene, and Cain's a hipster. Uh, think like tech hipster, big big beard, plaid. Oh, okay. yeah. And Satan's the king of darkness, prince of darkness. You know, fallen uh,
1: angel. We've all know.
3: Yeah, I'll do the stage directions uh sarah can you do uh all the other people
2: yeah
3: and sound effects if uh <laughs> there's anything in brackets you should do the sound effects as well
2: absolutely
1: you got this partner
3: <laughs> all right uh, cool <clears throat> my first date with satan written by montana i want your soul Interior, a fancy five star French restaurant. Like the fancy enough that you would expect to see Elon Musk checking it out to buy, but not fancy enough for him to eat at. Say, at a table, people trying not to look. You can hear people saying, Oh my. Think, oh, oh good my, the home. Like Yeah, good stuff. <laughs>
2: Well, coming
1: to the end?
3: Oh, my God. Thinking, do you think you would like a felony? A waiter approaches
1: Satan. Good evening, sir. I will be your server for the evening. I see your date has not arrived right yet. Uh, shall I bring over a basket of breadsticks while you wait?
0: I usually eat maggots and entrails for an appetizer. If you haven't noticed yet. I am Lord Satan, Prince of Darkness. I never dated a human before. Are breadsticks an appropriate appetizer for a first date?
1: If I could give you some advice, Lord Satan.
0: Speak, mortal.
1: Well, breadsticks are an excellent choice. Ordering something that you enjoy will show off your personality and you can make a decisive decision.
0: Sound advice, Garcon. I will require... I will require all of the appetizers and ten things that are not on the menu. Failure will not be accepted and will be punished with the removal of your mortal soul.
4: Very good, sir. Would you like something to drink as well?
0: A chalice filled with the blood of a young innocent. I prefer a human child, but I will settle for lamb or doe blood. Oh, and a bottle of 1855 Bordeaux, with cocaine in it. My date might not drink blood.
1: Oh, I am sorry, sir. We do not carry any cocaine.
3: Satan holds up a hundred dollar bill between two fingers and points to points it to the server. Ask
0: Tyler. Is it manager?
3: Satan looks at the servers eyes with an eyebrow raise and nods slowly. The server nods their head and takes the bill. The waiter walks away. Five minutes later, passes before a beautiful hipster man with a kind smile walks to the table.
6: Uh, hey, Satan. I'm Kane. It is uh, nice to meet you.
3: Satan gets up to pull out Kane's chair. Allow me. Satan pulls out the chair. A light on fire instantly.
0: Ah, fuck. I got this.
3: Satan takes a deep breath in and sucks in all the flames.
0: Sick. I
6: love the smell of burnt wood. Thanks for pulling out my chair. That's cute.
0: Like I said when we were talking on Tinder, I am trying to be a new Prince of Darkness. I
6: really like a man that knows his flaws and tries to improve them. It shows a level of maturity that... Most men my age don't have. That is why I'm trying to date older people like yourself. You clearly have a better hold on who wants to be in life.
0: I indeed have had many creatures to ponder the mysteries of death. Many centuries to ponder the mysteries of death and what it means to me. I know that I will always be the master of destruction, bringer of pestilence, the shepherd of death. I do enjoy being ruler of the Nine Hells.
6: Although it must be hard always seeing the person in charge. I was a manager at Mickey D's for a summer, and that felt like torture.
0: Good. You know the fear and pain of the Eighth Circle. Your resilience for torture shows that you have an aptitude to become a a great pit friend. Uh, what is a what is a pit fiend?
3: Seton pauses for a moment and thinks about how to explain it pro- properly to Kane.
0: You know reality show producers? Yeah. They are the human equivalent.
6: Oh, I love reality TV. Do you know any producers personally?
0: Yeah, but it is a strictly business relationship. They are generally too... Creepy for my taste. I really
6: liked tequila, a shot of love when it was on.
3: Satan makes a face of disapproval and is about to say something when three waiters come with full trays full of small meals. There looks to be 20 of these small plates and bowls that start placing on the table. Original server is covered in spatter blood.
1: Your appetizers, my lord. The chef had told me that we are all out of the blood of the young. No worries, Master Satan. I have refreshed our stocks. I have also attended the 1855 board docks that you have requested.
3: The server is holding a tray with a silk cloth covering it. They swiftly remove it. (laughs) Revealing a gold chalice encrusted with rubies that shine filled with the brim of the blood. Mm-hmm. Right beside is an open bottle of wine and a glass. Exquisite.
0: Now I don't have to murder you while I am on a date. Cain, I ordered a chalice filled with the blood of the young, so I didn't want to assume that you also drank the blood of the young. So I ordered the 1855 Bordeaux like they do in France. You mean there's there's cocaine in it?
3: Cain begins to immediately eat after. Once the plates are set, Satan starts eating. Cain seemingly unfazed with the revelation about the wine. Satan clearly wasn't expecting Cain to know what he meant and pleasantly surprised.
6: Come on, Satan. I do not care that you put cocaine in my drink. I wish you had ordered me a local craft brew cider, then put cocaine in that. You are all about trickery and deception. You remind me a lot of my father. I know the games that you're playing, and I can play them back.
1: There's no need to worry about that, Mr. Satan.
3: (laughs) The server claps their hands, and another server comes (laughs) over with a tray, with a bottle of cider on a tray.
6: The
1: cocaine was of the purest level and was enough for two bottles. As I know, the master has an insatiable appetite.
0: You must be the finest human servant around,
3: much better than the imps
0: I have to deal with.
3: Kane stands up to go grab the bottle of cider, then reaches past the cider to the chalice. He picks it up and takes a sip of it. He makes a small face before he looks into Satan's eyes and slams back the chalice. Kane grabs the cider bottle and a glass and sits back in his chair, pouring himself a glass. Satan has a smile and collapses. Claps his hands together.
0: <laughs>
3: yes, you are indeed hot as fu- Satan pauses in the middle of the sentence and stares at a woman drinking at a bar. She has clearly had a couple of drinks and is now angrily mum- mumbling to herself. Excuse me. <laughs> I need to handle some
0: business. I will only be a few moments. Uh,
3: okay. Satan is walking through the room towards the woman. Someone is not paying attention and bumps into him.
5: Hey, watch where you're going. Oh,
7: shit, I am am so sorry.
3: (laughs) Satan looks down at him and squints his eyes.
0: You're lucky I'm on a date.
3: Satan continues to walk to the woman. The man looks visibly relieved that he got away without a scratch.
0: Anyone... that wish to be in my good graces. This is your time to gain my favor and remove the maggot that got in my way.
3: A group of people stop eating and turn their heads all at once and stare at the man. All of them synchronously get up and dive on him. We see clothing, blood, flesh fly from the pile.
2: Ah.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Good> morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs>
5: In the
0: Get on the side, on the side.
5: Watch out. Hello, Misty. Who are you? Do I know you?
0: Allow me. <clears throat> oh, all know me in times of darkness. You have a choice to make, Misty. I know that you don't believe that woman is your husband's cousin.
5: What? How do you. You think. Where.
0: The letter, Miss T. Remember the letter.
2: Yeah! I thought that, that was weird. I mean. <laughs>
3: you know what you need to do. Satan pulls a revolver from his suit and places it on the counter. She gives Satan a knowing look and this clear moment of sobriety. She takes the gun and puts it in her jacket, slamming her drink back. She leaves stumbling out of the bar. Satan, happy with his work, returns back to the table. Cain is sitting there, having finished most of the appetizers on the table already. There's quite a bit of food in his beard and around his mouth. I request
0: your forgiveness, as I need to keep my numbers high to continue being the Prince of Darkness. Hey, I don't mind if you are a
6: workaholic. Just as long as you don't mind that I'm a bit of a slob. We all have our
2: faults.
0: (laughs) Yes, my list is long. You are amazing at first dates. It makes me want to see what you are like on the second date.
3: Kane looks down and his face blushes. Then places his hand on a table. Satan reaches out and places his massive hand that covers Cain's hand completely. They look into each other's eyes for a minute.
6: Yeah, I I'd like to see you again too.
0: Oh of course you would. Oh um I brought you something.
3: Satan reaches under the table. He pulls out a bouquet made up of pills, needles, porn magazines, and chocolate. It looks very dangerous, but well put together. Oh, God. Where? Is she
0: here? Oh, right, that's a common expression that humans use. Do you not like the gift? It's all the things I definitely know humans like.
6: Yeah, there's a couple of things there I would like by themselves, or one right after the other, but that thing looks like there is
0: no way for me to grab that without getting hurt difficult to find anything in hell that does not cause some sort of discomfort
3: Satan holds up a cell phone that looks like a cross between a Blackberry and an original iPod iPod.
0: see I can't even find anything better than this we won't need this then
3: Satan chucks the bouquet behind him hitting an old man in the back of the head someone then yells out I think he's overdosing Sadly that was not what was happening. It was the PCP slash speed combo needle that had gone in. The old man breaks the table in half. And then someone tries to calm him down. They are thrown across the room. They die in the moment they hit the wall. The man continues Ow. the rampage while Skin and Kane are talking.
2: <sighs>
6: Ooh, oh, that guy that guy must have some bad karma. I am not a fan that you just threw it away. I think we should do our best to make sure that we don't create waste. At least that guy got some excitement out of it.
3: His
0: life will end full of excitement and pain. More than most humans can hope for in their short, mortal lives. I'd like the positive attitude.
3: The French Raider starts coming across the room over to Satan's table. The old man is still raging, flipping tables, throwing chairs, and snapping people like Slim Jims. One of the chairs is flying directly towards the waiter. Without changing their posture, they catch the chair out of the air and tucks it into an empty table. Satan notices and grins as the waiter approaches the table. Ah, the well-trained human servant has returned.
1: Yes, my lord, I have returned to take your order for the evening.
6: Uh, well, I have filled up a lot on the appetizers. However, I have a thing where I eat as much as possible. Uh, being someone that lives in Canada, I am very privileged to be enjoying this much freedom. So I make sure to take as much as I can to make up for the people that don't have access to the same. I'm, I'm so full that maybe I will order something like soup, but I'm just rambling because I don't know what I want yet. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I, if you know what you want, you can just order.
0: Fear not, Cain. I shall order two of everything on the menu, and we may eat until excess. Until then, we cannot be satisfied any longer.
6: That sounds great, as long as it goes somewhere. I don't like to waste anything.
1: Excellent choice, my lord. I will bring you two of everything.
3: The server swiftly removes the appetizers from the table and stacks them all in one hand. The server body glides across the room holding a mountain of dinnerware. As they wait for their food, Satan talks about his day-to-day. The conversation then leads to Satan talking about how he came to be dating.
6: Very interesting. I thought thought that
0: drugs were your thing. They actually help more than they hinder when used correctly. It was tireless work making sure that drugs were classified as evil. I would always assume that you had more power over that.
6: More power than that.
3: Satan slams his fist on the table. On the other side of the restaurant, a woman sitting down, lights on fire.
2: (laughs) I'm on fire!
3: (laughs) Satan clinches for an insi- flinches for an instant, but Smirk does not go up or down. He turns his head towards the woman and leisurely gestures his hand towards her.
6: Spontaneous combustion. Uh, that must suck. Is, is that a power you have?
3: Satan's face hardens and squints, staring at Cain. I have
0: power of influence and command the darkened souls in the underworld. As I was explaining before, I gain power from the choices that spread hate and suffering all over the world. However, my job has become very easily. After I created capitalism, it basically runs itself. I just have to start a few fires here and there.
3: Satan winks.
0: Ah, so
6: that means you have tons of time for me in your life. I'm happy and full. Ah <laughs> uh, there is still so much food left, but you were right. It was a good idea to come to order two of everything.
0: I shall pay for the meal. Then I will clear the table of food. Nothing here shall go to waste.
3: The French waiter <laughs> the French waiter dashes back inside from the dark alleyway behind the fresh the fancy restaurant, where the French raider was cleaning off the blood off a brick wall. The waiter dropped the as immediately as Satan said, I shall. Before Satan has finished his sentence, they arrive at the table.
1: Would Lord Satan like his bill? Or would Lord yes. Satan like his bill? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes.
1: Very good, my lord.
3: The waiter finds their composure, and with a hurried pace, they bring the bill back to the table. Satan pulls out a card of pure blackness. The card produces a wailing noise. Ah! And there are a few people whose eyes start to bleed out.
2: My eyes!
7: My yeah. eyes are bleeding! This is so metal!
3: I do. Bleeder runs out of the restaurant, headbanging as Satan's card clears.
0: Thank you, servant. You have been, an, you have been excellent, and you deserve a tip. Leave now. It has been
1: an honor serving you both tonight, and I hope I will be granted another opportunity to do so again.
3: Uh. Think David Attenborough, Sarah, for this one.
7: Oh, a narrator? What? Yes. Wow, I wish I knew who David Attenborough is. With the, that, the French waiter takes off their apron, folding it as they promptly walk to the exit. As they leave, Satan howls like
6: a wolf. Oh! I love dogs.
3: Cain goes to give Satan a hug. You can see smoke coming off their bodies, touching. As they sit holding each other, the wolves start coming into the restaurant licking their lips. They quickly start eating everything and everyone in sight. The end.
1: <laughs> Not bad. Right.
3: Death
1: to be honest. I like the setup of just simple date where chaos is happening in the background. <laughs>
6: Yeah, yeah, like all the like the stuff the waiters doing, and like all it's like every time Satan gets angry, somebody lights, lights on fire somewhere in the restaurant. Like, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Uh,
3: again, it was part of the lockdown when I wrote this, so my might have been.
1: We did but... a lot of weird things during the lockdown. <laughs> I got into um, metal forgery, so I was like trying to make knives wow. and stuff like that.
0: I oh. um I gotta thank Satan for writing this and using Montana as a conduit. Mm. Thank
3: you. Uh, inspired <laughs> by a true story. <laughs> well, I just just blanked out there for a second.
6: Oh, uh, <laughs> no, it was nothing. It was yeah. You didn't miss anything.
3: <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Uh, thanks for bringing that to life, everyone. Uh, I was. I'm really happy Ty was here because uh, I. It felt like,
0: <laughs> yeah. when, I,
3: I was like when I met Ty and I was like, oh, Ty is this French waiter that I wrote year, like years ago. <laughs> the, the French waiter I've been waiting for all these years.
0: Uh, it's a uh, real Scorsese-meaning Robert De Niro moment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be weird when you have a character of mine. And, you know, that actually happened to uh, my friend but in the worst way possible.
0: Mm. Right. Mm. You met someone, and you were like, you're Garfield, I'm going to write a sketch about Garfield for you.
1: Even worse. <laughs> even worse than that. Um, my buddy was writing um, a movie called From the Dark. It's like a horror movie where they shot in the Oregon caves. And um, the woman they casted as the murderer in that story uh, actually was convicted of manslaughter like she did manslaughter before and then she filmed this movie and then her court case was shortly afterwards
0: That sounds amazing. Holy shit. I oh my god. This needs to be
1: Yeah, uh, like a cult is, hit. Well, the best thing about it was um when he was talking about the casting process, they said uh well, he said um basically we should have done a better background check but we had a low budget to start off with so
0: dude that makes the movie so much cooler like (laughs) and um i want to see a movie where like i know that the actor actually killed someone (laughs) like it would have been way cool if she filmed a movie and played the horror antagonist and then killed someone but like um it's also cool that she killed someone before playing a horror villain
1: well, the thing is, the funny thing is, when they were casting, they said it's almost like she knew this character better than we did.
2: <laughs> and I'm
4: even more
1: skeptical because he wrote another mm. screenplay where he used that exact line for me in one of the characters. And all I know is that the screenplay is called The Scumbag.
3: <laughs> oh, mm. I don't want to offend you, Ty. So I'm not going to say what I was thinking. Ah. Uh. <laughs>
1: You can take it I you can't broke you can't destroy what was already broken.
0: No, I was gonna say, like that guy has a very uh self deprecating sense of humor. He got you to play himself.
3: <laughs> Alright, that's yeah. not
1: accurate, but I'll take that.
3: <laughs> you have a gravitas uh, about you, Ty. That only you could portray uh, a scumbag in a way that people would enjoy.
1: I don't know. I think... um,
3: A likable scumbag.
1: I think Steve Martin does a pretty good job in that, the uh, (laughs) the jerk.
0: Mm. You could do better. Have you seen Dirty Rotten (laughs) Scoundrels? No. Uh,
1: Anyone who has ever played an Aussie in a movie, they're usually, for some reason, scumbags, and they're always likable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No one's ever
1: like a nice Aussie though in movies. I feel like that's a real problem that Australians are really fighting for.
0: Crocodile Dundee. Right. I mean, the guy in The oh, Boys right. who plays um, Homelander—that guy's Australian in real life.
1: Uh, and he's sort of. Oh, a, is he? Man? Yeah, he's hmm. sort of a dick character, and you know, I feel like Australia Blightly. just needs another Crocodile Dundee or another. Um, crocodile hunter or another crocodile mm. something who's just a genuinely nice guy who doesn't right. like get drunk and get into bar fights or
0: well you know what the most popular exactly. australian tv show of all time is right the wiggles exactly mm. there you go. we need more wiggles movies
7: a personable what? crocodile band so instead of the wiggles to appeal to an older audience, you just have four cro- crocodiles moving around on stage that are released at the top of the show.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Right. Uh, they can play
1: the cro- they could do a cover of the crocodile rock.
0: Right. And the opening yeah. act for them is a bunch of wasps and tarantulas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate this show.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> trying to
7: bridge well, the gap
2: between And you know, like how some Australia. people
1: will like throw memorabilia or like um, like bras on stage or something like that you draw you throw uh, some toast with Vegemite on stage or you try
5: to no,
2: throw no. a
1: boomerang on stage but guess what it
2: comes uh, right back uh, yeah, yeah, the hits
7: keep on hitting <laughs> I would have said you throw like your baby on stage a... for a kiss
1: but
2: that's the no, thing no. oh. yeah <laughs> the dingoes
1: bet... just aren't doing so well you know they're a one hit wonder
3: Mm-hmm. And we cut to a bunch of dingoes getting booed off stage and they're in their green
2: room. are eating
5: babies! We haven't even started yet, guys!
3: Come on, mate. Let's just... It's not worth them. They're not uh, worth them.
1: Yeah, right there. Let's just get off the stage. You are... are oh, you bloody drongo steak! You
5: know oh, that? Mate, come
3: on. Come on, mate. It's all right. Ah. Uh, Let's have a beer.
1: We cut to the manager of these guys, who are who is a koala, telling them about how their last performance has been pretty bad, and if they don't do better, then he's going to have to let them go.
7: All right, you two. I know that I might not be an actual Australian koala because I came from the San Francisco Zoo, but you guys are here <laughs> to represent all of Australia, and so far you are just giving a shit show. And I'm not even talking about the shit that was flung up yesterday because that was, that was not good. That's a separate discussion. Separate discussion.
1: Well, you know what? I said put a litter box on stage, but no, that would look tacky.
6: Mm-hmm. Well, we're trying our best.
7: Yeah, I, I hear that. I hear that your are best. Uh, your best is getting y'all known as the signs, baby eaters. It's not all PR is good PR. I don't care what they say in L.A. It's wrong. Okay?
1: Well, well what would you suggest we do? We're doing our best every night when we get out there. but It's not working.
3: Yeah. All right.
1: I'm hearing this. I think that we just need... We
7: need a better branding image. I want when people think Australia, I mean, they're thinking about dingoes eating babies, they're thinking about tarantulas, they're thinking about all these things. What I need you to do, dress up like a kangaroo. Everyone loves kangaroos. It's on the money. Uh,
1: uh, You know what? That's because they never hung out backstage with a kangaroo.
3: Yeah, that's that's offensive.
1: Yeah. That's like a that's the equivalent of blackface for us. Well, Listen, why don't
3: we just uh, kiss a baby? Couch face.
1: Oh, we we tried
7: kissing babies, Jerry. And do you remember what happened? I want you to tell me verbatim what happened during our "kiss a baby" booth campaign.
3: <laughs> well, the I, the baby got all and moving around, and I it kind of <laughs> wiggled into my mouth. A bit. But, I mean, I didn't bite the baby. The baby, it was just a bad picture. We could do it again, but right.
7: Listen, babies are sticky creatures. They're covered in Vegemite. It's just regular mm. for them. That does not mean that we can allow them to wiggle into the mouth when you're just supposed to be doing a face lick. We're looking for a face lick. Cute, husky-like you know, or the Golden Retrievers, y'all are already on the candidate genus. We think that would give you an oomph here. But we got the runaway wallabies. They are stacking up in the ratings. Okay, have you seen this? Do you guys know where you are on the list?
1: Um, Is that us on the very bottom right there, or is that the uh, tab that says pull for more list numbers?
7: Oh, yeah. It's under... The call for more lists. I need you to know that. That people are actually calling in to vote for. They're not sure who else to vote for and y'all are underneath that. All right. okay.
1: But, okay?
5: How are we underneath it?
7: That is a great question that I've been in conversation with a few of my lawyers about and yet here we stand. So listen, this is our we have uh, just uh, one more straw for you, alright? The Grenadine, Queensland, Opera House, shave of the Gig. Okay? This is happening this weekend, and I need you guys to step it up. I've ordered two kangaroo background dancers to try and up the numbers. Do not get in another fist fight with them, Jerry. Leave it. They're your background dancers. There are no babies at all in the stage. I just want you guys to do your best and by that i mean way better than you've ever done before cuz your best is shit so i just need you whatever you need to take make this show count capiche
6: capiche uh no so, uh we 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 cut to that that show that Shinim Shinimadig. Shin- uh oh, yeah. oh. uh good eye mates i uh, just want to thank all of you for coming today uh, and I want you to give a big round of applause for all the contestants today because, you know, uh, they've come from all over Australia, and, uh, you know, they, 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 they put a lot of hard work into their acts here. And, I, you know, I just want just to make sure everyone understands the stakes here, okay? So this, uh, this event, this Cinema Dig here in uh, Grenadine Opera House, is gonna be where we decide once and for all who the world's favorite Australian animal is. Okay? Uh you know, there's a lot of lot of lot of uh lot of front runners here, a lot of a uh, lot of uh, lot of fans here of different animals, okay?
2: Um so uh yeah, go the yeah bring up the
5: Tasmanian
6: devil
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh. Wasps <laughs>
3: Born bullfrogs.
6: Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Amphibians are getting some love tonight. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Sharks ah. with freaking laser beams
2: on their heads.
5: Yeah, I want to uh, see the
2: sharks with laser beams on the freaking eyes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> laser, laser, beam beam get... laser beam
5: sharks. Laser beam sharks. Uh,
6: you know, a lot of people. Uh, you know, a lot of people make that mistake. Uh, laser beam sharks are actually indigenous to New Zealand. Okay, they're our neighbors. The East over there, okay, so uh they're not gonna be here tonight unfortunately um, I'm sorry to to disappoint you, like half the crowd walks out at that moment, okay, uh, well, now we know who the real fans are, okay um,
1: uh got going to new Zealand. <laughs> uh
6: new we're, we're we're gonna bring out our first uh contestants here today uh this is of course the q and a portion. Of the of the competition okay we're gonna take take questions for the audience. It uh, looks like a randomly selected choice is the dingoes okay give a hand for the dingoes okay and 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 uh, then they're, they're more than just hyenas that don't laugh okay they're, they're more than that they're, they're, they're a proud species okay uh, they do they have they laugh but they, you know that's that's a, that's a whole other thing. Uh, why don't we take a question from our audience here? Um you there, young uh you young Aussie Mate. child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you have to think of something?
0: Uh what does a shape taste like? <laughs> like well, that
1: depends on the shape really. I mean, you know, a circle's one thing, but if you get something that's sort of squishy, almost like a baby Shape thing, then that's real juicy and yummy. I
0: meant, okay, what does a padding zoo taste like?
1: Oh, sheep! I thought you meant shape. Sorry, it's hard to understand us with these accents. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, you know,
6: common mistake um... down under.
3: Yeah. Well, hold on then, mate. That's a trick question.
6: We I don't. So. In
3: what? way? We don't eat sheep.
5: Not anymore oh. since they built that big fence.
0: What does the fence taste like? Like metal. <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. Uh. Oh, you, you eat my the...
6: baby? <laughs> okay, calm down, ma'am. These there'll be no baby eating here tonight. Okay. We have all our babies locked up in our baby-proof cages. behind the, that the ones what that uh, was
4: backstage? I thought you guys were hosting raccoons
1: or someone's dogs or something. I
6: know, those are babies.
2: Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> uh Uh,
6: okay, we're just going
3: to move on to the talent, the, the talent portion. Ruse come out oh, God. from backstage.
1: And oh, they God, have yeah. like um, MC Hammer pants with a pouch on the front and like <laughs> backwards caps. I told you this was a bad idea.
6: What are you talking about, yo? Listen,
1: <laughs> listen just do the dance like we said while we play these instruments and sing, Alright
2: yeah
6: okay yeah, yeah. But, but uh are you ready to are are you sure you're ready to to rap in front of a whole audience like that mate
1: uh you know uh, we've written rock songs before, and uh rap and rock kind of stem from the same basic uh elements and uh origins, so yeah I think uh there shouldn't be anything wrong with this hopefully
3: yeah let's just let's get on play uh just then he looks and sees that inside of one of the kangaroo's pouches there's something moving <laughs> little joey's nope. ear pops up out of the pouch and drool starts coming down and looks hypnotized onto the pouch Uh oh i i hope it was
4: okay Uh, i thought it was uh bring bring your joey to work day mm. and the baby cages backstage were full so uh Uh,
1: it's no problem Uh,
3: you stop the
1: song and i'll just put little joey back someplace safe and i'll come back let me help you Uh, mate yeah, right. 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 uh, You guys just sort of go. do the dance and then we'll...
6: Uh... We'll be back. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Well, we hey, see hey, them hey.
1: backstage just like um, sharpening knives and pouring some salt and pepper yeah. on top of them in a chef's hat. It's <laughs>
6: uh, uh, Just be a little bit. Trusting... <laughs> we trusting... we be trusting the Joey's to, to them. You like
0: Come on, Joey Salad. Yummy, yummy.
4: Well, I feel like we're we're teamwork now and even though we're not representing the kangaroos, that koala paid us a lot of money to be out here, so uh yeah, she said they wouldn't they wouldn't eat babies. That was that was like on the, the no list part of the show.
3: You Some think, smoke starts floating onto stage. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh good, the fog effect started. Okay, let's
6: just do the chick <laughs> oh. <I'm gonna> <laughs> flip. Smells like someone has a shrimp on the Bobby there. I, uh, <laughs>
4: What? Oh shoot! That's such a funny thing. That's what my Joey
6: was
1: named. <laughs> and then we see the um, the uh, dingoes walk shrimp. out. We we see the dingoes watch walk out with like enlarged bellies and like uh, you just hear like sort of a muffling from inside them. <laughs>
5: All right, everyone,
1: who's ready to rock
5: and
2: oh, rap with
1: your favorite jeez. down under animals?
2: Well, my, oh, my, oh, Oh, okay.
1: Yeah,
5: uh, yeah, cool.
1: uh, yeah I, I don't know if I can do this or not. Oh. And then suddenly I throw up a uh, Joey who's just, like, very, just, like,
5: uh, oh, Crikey. Yeah remember where you
1: what
6: the what I throw up all
3: I, the other babies, no.
2: oh.
6: <laughs> oh, it's just raining Joey's mate, oh what's happening?
4: <laughs> oh. oh, no, I walk off, I said specifically in my contract when I signed with you could not eat babies, this you're all going to be listening to my lawyers, you and your koala
7: puts the put the disgusting little Joey into the sack and hops into the crowd.
2: <laughs> Get
5: up, He's crowd hopping.
2: <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> the, the, they ate my baby.
6: Uh, mates, I'm sorry. Uh, you know there was a there was a strict no baby eating policy here, so I think we're just gonna have to DQ you. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, just uh, them's the, the
3: rules. Wow, our our career has gone down, to mate.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and and oh, I was and
3: gonna say
0: the,
2: the winner. Everybody, are, give
0: yourselves uh, a huge yeah. round of applause. This has been a great episode. Finish. What we'll finish what you're saying, Ty? I want to hear. What you're, oh, what you're I was hearing.
1: gonna assign a winner to the uh Oh contest. who
6: was it who was who was gonna be the winner?
1: Uh the Bears from Austria, which thanks to an unfortunate <laughs> typo in the contest, they were allowed to
6: compete.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, they all very, very thick really, Arnold very very well, really
6: voices. It, it it's sort of like when Canada is in the Eurovision contest. <laughs>
3: uh, Canada's in Eurovision, is that right? I
6: think so, yeah.
3: Technically uh, technically right. <laughs> Canada is still within the what do you call it? European the, Union? No, uh, the, the common, still it's actually ran by the Queen. We have a government general, who's yeah. a representative of the Queen, so we right, Commonwealth, in, right? Yeah, the Commonwealth. Yeah. So technically, technically. Okay.
0: <laughs> this has been cold reads and improv and sketch comedy open mic. You can listen. Uh, to episode replays every two weeks on RadioFreeMontclair.com. Uh, so please uh, check out Radio Free Montclair. Uh, support them, please. Uh, and if uh, if everybody wants to, you can come back next week at 8 p.m. Uh, this show is live on Ooze Bear dot-com Thursdays uh, at 8 p.m. Anybody can join. Anybody can bring in a script. Anybody can improvise. Uh, So uh, does anybody have anything that they want to promote?
3: Yeah. uh, Check out You, Me, and The List, a podcast about having random interviews with random people, and they add a question to the list, and the list just keeps growing. Uh, check me out on Buzzsprout. Uh,
2: okay, and that's only like to... available
3: on Buzzsprout because... Yeah. Because I keep trying to get the wrong graphic designers to design my icon. Okay, so eventually, once yes, you eventually, hire someone... Eventually, it'll be on Buzz... Uh, on all the different... Like, what well, the feed... The RSS feed. River podcasts are sold.
1: I want to... Um promote uh good healthy communication with uh loved ones and friends and family
0: mm. i Here's feel here.
1: like that doesn't get promoted enough
0: mesh
6: what would you like to promote uh i guess as usual the saturday jam on Uzbear, 5 p.m eastern open improv jam anyone can all
0: right sarah anything you want to declare
2: Yeah, absolutely.
7: I'd like to promote the misinformation against Australian animals. Uh, Mm. Dingoes only sometimes eat your babies. Koalas will drop on you and hurt you very much. That's about
0: it. Awesome. Uh, Again, everybody, please come back next week. This has been amazing. This is a really good episode. Um, Yeah. Any uh, any last requests?
3: Uh, yeah, uh, okay. I was just gonna say I I'm thinking of starting something up on Ooze Bear where uh, it's just like a, a sci-fi slash fantasy episodic kind of jam thing. Ooh, that sounds cool. Uh, oh, kind of like to that. Um, have what? you ever heard of Voyage to the Stars? Uh, I think so. Probably not
0: think as the <laughs> podcast Felicia day does, oh, oh
3: interesting. I'll have to check that out on the discord, but yeah, I was thinking of doing that on Wednesdays, so it's nothing hey. on Wednesdays right now, is there?
0: um, I think Wednesday is when Steve does his one on one show
3: oh uh he,
6: he hasn't he has he's on hiatus with that though, so I don't know if, I mean yeah, I, Tuesday, I think
0: uh Wednesday is completely on. Un- uh, declared, let's say.
3: Uh, I mean, I'm <laughs> jacking the Wednesday. It's mine oh. now. Yeah, take Grand it. F- it's Auto. yours.
6: Grand Theft Wednesday.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> so, that's it. That uh, cool. I'd like to thank everybody for coming. You've all been great. This has been one of the best episodes ever. Thank Woo-hoo. you. Thank you all. Come take back Take that, week.
4: pet duck.
5: <laughs>
0: Miles.